Welcome on into the 2-3 podcast. I'm Cam. That is Zach. It is game day against the North Carolina Tar Heels. They are 14-6 overall, 6-3 in the ACC, 5th in the ACC overall. They're on a three-game winning streak, Zach. This is a very good UNC team and an opportunity for a quad one win for the boys. Yeah, I mean, obviously UNC is a very interesting team. You know, they come into this year as a whole at number one in the nation. You know, obviously they lose a few games. They fall out of the top 25 by like week eight or nine or whatever. But this is a team, you know, that went to the championship game last year and is returning multiple players from that squad. And we're number one in the, in the beginning of the year for a reason. Obviously had some struggles and lost some games. But nonetheless, this is a very, very good team. Obviously not ranked at the time, but still a really good team that's on a pretty good win streak here. Coming off of a 80-69 to win against NC State, two very big games from R.J. Davis and Armando Baycott. They finished with 20-plus points. R.J. Davis, in particular, had 26 points on less than 10 shots. He was perfect from the free throw line, 14 for 14. I've not seen a stat line like that in a very, very long time. This is a very interesting game, Zach. They, they Neither team made a three in the second half. But even so, uh, UNC was able to pull away from NC State, outscored them by, I think, like 10 or 15 in the second half. So, uh, obviously, a very big second half for them, and um, they beat a pretty decent NC State squad. I think the most notable thing here, and this is something that this team is just incredibly good at, is their ability to get to the free throw line. In this in this matchup, they made 36 out of the 39 attempts at the line, which is just unreal. If you scroll back to our last year's matchup against UNC, they shot 36 free throws, which is just insane. Their ability to get to the line is unreal, and ultimately, they're winning games from the three throw line, which is just unreal. You don't really see this. Any, like Obviously, three throws matter, but at this rate, if this is this insane. I, I don't. I really don't know their, their ability to get to through through the line is just simply unreal. They're able to draw fouls. They're aggressive. They're able to, um, you know, draw fouls and and make the most of that opportunity. I mean, when you're when you're scoring almost half of your points on free throws, that's saying something. So obviously, something to look out for. The guy that I'm most worried about in this is is Jesse when you look at that because obviously he has sort of a knack for creating a lot of trouble for himself in the foul category. I hope that uh, when Maneer comes in, he's you know not doing the same thing because he's obviously gotten into foul trouble before too. So I worry about them, Zach, but um, hopefully overall the guys are able to sort of stay out of foul trouble. Speaking of last year's matchup, it was a game where Cole Swider went off. This is a 79-88 OT loss, but Swider had 36 points. He was on fire. He he was really uh, one of his career game. It was that was a that was a tough one to, to watch the boys lose, but nonetheless a close one. But ultimately a loss. One notable thing about this game, though, this was after Jesse's injury, so Jesse didn't play. So Jesse hasn't been in full force against UNC ever. He played some decent minutes two years ago in our matches match matchups, but he's never been a starter. He's never had been in full force. So I think that's an interesting little wrinkle is that Jesse's never really truly played 
Armando Beca and this Tar Heel team. So I think that's something interesting to, to go into this matchup. Obviously, like Cam was saying, though, this is also worrisome because of their ability to uh, commit fouls. So a little, little, little both on that one. Yeah, I another little tidbit here, too, is that UNC loves to rebound. They're averaging almost 40 rebounds a game. They're second in the ACC behind Duke at rebounds per game. Jesse's going to have his work cut out for him under the glass. And I worry that it's going to be too much for him. We've seen time and time again that he struggles against very physical teams. Our, our team in general just struggles against physical teams. They are top 10 in the NCAA in defensive rebounds per game. So I, I just worry that it's going to be too much for him to handle. Um, there's a lot to this team that kind of worries you a little bit. It's kind of like uh, Virginia Tech when we were sort of worried about them being too aggressive and obviously that worked out for the best. But at the same time, this is a team that's certainly better than Virginia Tech. They come into this game, they're leading the ACC in points per game. When you look at their stats overall, Zach, they're just a very, very scary team and uh, you know, obviously scary physical team too. Well, they're th- while threes aren't necessarily their thing, only shooting 31.6% on the year, Syracuse is not good at uh, guarding the three-point line, obviously. So while their three-point percentage isn't the best, I still expect them to make a lot of threes on us. And that's just any team who plays this kind of has like a record 3.9 on us. So while they're not the best, they're definitely going to shoot them. And a guy like Caleb Love, he loves to chuck up threes. So, you know, he had the dagger on us in our, our last year's matchup, if you remember. So definitely still a dangerous team, even though they're not known for the three-point shooting. They're definitely going to make some threes. Zach, why don't you give us a player breakdown on this team? Who do we got starting with Armando Baycott? Obviously, the double-double machine. He just recorded his 61st double-double, which is most in UNC history, which that's quite the feat. And of That's co- scary. Yeah, yeah. And of course, he, he, he averages a double-double. Leads the team with 17.8 points and 11.6 rebounds a game. This guy is insane. He's obviously the guy to look out for. He is circled, bold, Armando Baycott. You're going to see him all over the floor in, in the dome. The last eight games, which excludes the Virginia game because he was injured, he's averaging almost 22 points a game and 13 rebounds per game. I, that's scary. That is so scary, Zach. Like, what answer do we have for this guy? I'm not sure if we really do. I don't think we do. I mean, he's another guy that just operates super well in the paint. He's super strong and big and gritty. You know, he's kind of like, I mean, he's he's a different build than like a Justin Mutz, but he's a type of build guy that just destroys the zone. Last year in our matchup, he had 17 points and 18 rebounds. Another double-double. This guy is is certainly going to double-double today. And it's it's going to be hard to stop him. Like you said, I don't know if we have an answer for him. By the way, he shoot he shot almost sixty three percent from the field in the last eight games. So if you're not, you know, containing him under the glass, you got to contain him from the floor because he's going to shoot. That that's just so scary. And I hope that he's not able to tear us up. But like I said, I'm not really sure what sort of answer we have for him. The other guy that I'm not really sure if we have too much of an answer for him is is R.J. Davis. And like I said, Zach, he had a monster game against NC State. He comes into this game averaging almost 17 points a game too. Yeah, and ultimately at the end of the day, he he's their best three-point shooter as well. He's almost 
He's 39% from the three. And in our matchup last year, he had five threes. So he's definitely a great guard. He's super quick. And he is uh, someone it's definitely have to uh, watch out for. He's going to give the top of that zone some nightmares. Caleb Love is the other guy that uh, shoots, you know, he shoots quite a bit. He doesn't necessarily shoot that great. He shoots quite a bit of threes, but only shoots around 27%. That being said, he still averages around 16 a game. This isn't like Georgia Tech where you have a lot of players averaging, you know, a lot of points a game. You have the big, big couple guys for UNC. It's a totally different team when you're scouting them compared to Georgia Tech. Yeah, but just to go this real quick, Armando Baycott, 17.8. RJ Davis, 16.8. Caleb Love, 16.3. Pete Nance, 10.3. And then Leaky Black leading, wrapping it all out with 7, 7.2. So obviously they're the league's leading score, scoring team for a reason. All these guys score and score at a high margin. And it's just insane. He had four threes in our last matchup last year. Another guy that can shoot a lot, and it's a matter of whether it goes in or not. But at the same time, it is a, a shooter, and again, we don't necessarily... This is all culminating in they, these two guys like to shoot a lot of threes. They're also really aggressive. So those are just two big things that we're not necessarily good with and very, very much worried about it. To wrap up this player breakdown, Zach, Leaky Black, you have him quoted here as the Pat Beverly of the Tar Heels. Yeah, if you've seen if you've seen him play, you know that he's just a nuisance. He's aggressive. You know, he leads the, the team with 1.6 steals per game. I mean, the big highlight, the the news story right now is their ma- their last matchup against SC State. He committed a flagrant two foul against Traquavion Smith, and it was ejected. He should be available against Syracuse, but again, he's just a super gritty nuisance. Patrick Beverly type of guy and expect him to cause a lot of noise today. I've said this a couple times, obviously very worried about the aggressiveness here. What do you think is going to be the key to solving this, this big aggressive uh, UNC squad? I mean, we, we got to hold our ground. Obviously these guys are big. They know how to move guys around. They've been doing it the entire year, especially with Baycott, you know, leading the charge there. And, you know, these guys, like Leaky Black, he's not going to back down against anybody. So we really have to hold our own. I know that's something we struggle against. We really struggle against physicality, you know, all up and down our lineup, you know, especially with, you know, a guy like Jesse Edwards. So it has me worried, but if we can do our best to to hold our own, I think that's, that's all we can really ask for. This game, obviously, later tonight at 9 p.m. in the JMA Wireless Dome. It's on ESPN. Zach, that worries me because we don't really play too well where we're on ESPN where we're on like the prime time. So there's a lot of things kind of worrying me about this game, Zach, and I'm, I'm just not feeling too good about this one. No, I mean, this is a tough one. We got to be energized. We got to bring the effort. I mean, I think the dome's going to be rocking, which is only going to be in, in our favor. I think, you know, this matchup at UNC would have been totally different, but luckily we're in the dome on this one. If you're able to show up, please do. It's going to be a crazy one, like Cam was saying, 9 p.m. prime time. This is the real deal. So the next time you hear from us will be after the UNC matchup. Make sure you follow us on social media at the 2-3 podcast. Follow us on Twitter for our uh, in-game updates. Until you hear from us next, we will talk to you soon. And let's go Cuse. Let's go Cuse.